So, hey Nick, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm very good, thanks Martin. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yes, not bad at all. It's fantastic weather, so that always makes uh, makes things a bit nicer. Yeah, we had loads of sea fog yesterday, so although it was quite warm, um, you couldn't actually see very much around Bude, which is quite funny. Sea fog? Yeah, so it comes even off the sea. I don't know what the the atmospheric conditions are that have to cause it, but my uh, my sister and her family were down in Holiday and Newquay, and they popped up to visit us in Bude, and I took them for a walk down to the harbour bit, and they couldn't see anything. No sea views or anything. Oh, no. <laughs> it was quite funny. Yeah, I had a nice day anyway. It was Sophie's birthday yesterday as well. So oh, okay, cool. Quite good. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, what have you been up to? Um, well, usual stuff, really. Just um, freelancing, obviously, that's been ramping up. I think last time I said that it finishes in September, but we had a, soon after the podcast, actually, we had a meeting, which it's all change, um, and the, we're going live with the final release now on Wednesday this week. Right. So that's made it a bit interesting. Um yeah, just sort of various changes and things going on within the company that they didn't think they wanted to go on as far as September, so they wanted to get it done this month. Um, so we're going live, and some of the features that were going to be planned have kind of dropped off the radar. Okay. So it's good in many ways, because it means that I'll be going live on Wednesday, and then I'll just have to do support for um, August, effectively, uh, which will I mean, I'm touching wood here, but it's pretty stable, so I'm sh- pretty sure there won't be too much of that. Uh, and then a bit of documentation, so I might have a bit of extra free time sooner rather than later, which is pretty ah, good. Ah, but that's going to be school holiday time, so that's all going to be taking up looking after kids. <laughs> well, there is that, there is that, but um, I'm hopeful that we can, <laughs> we can, we can sort something out. Yeah. At, least, uh, at least the freelance project, they were sensible enough to drop features rather than just say they wanted it all a month earlier. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> no, they're pretty good actually. I have to say they're pretty good, and the project manager is very good, and so she's uh, she's pretty on the ball and saying, "Well, if you want to do that, this has got to happen." So that was mm. that worked out pretty well. Cool. Yeah, so that's good. How about you? What have you been up to? Um, working away. Um, managed to get back to Reading, didn't I, for a couple mm. of days? We had a beer on Friday. We well, did. I had quite a few. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, just uh, working away. I've got. I get. I guess. Quite a lot of uh, stuff to talk about after my last big moaning session last week. So excellent, that's um, good because I've not got very little. Because although I've freelance has been busy, and obviously the kids' club HQ has been busy as well, but it's mainly been ploughing along. So um, yeah, it's not not a lot has happened really. Well, I'll give my fir- I'll give my first short update, and then you can do your update, and okay. then I'll do my longer moaning update or follow up moaning update. I should say. <laughs> cool. So uh, my first bit of shorter news is I've got a new office to work out of. Yay! There's a co-working space opened up, I think, the start of June um, in Bude. Um, a chap called Steve who relocated down here about a year ago. Um, he opened the office to recruit people for his business. He runs a digital agency, um, but hasn't really been able to find much technical talent down here, um, which is a quite, quite a surprise. Mm. Um, and so he's kind of opened it up as a co-working space while he's still trying to recruit the people he wants, which is good. Um, so I was getting a bit frustrated in the the original office I got because it's next to the old, or one of the old hotels that was being knocked down in Bude and being rebuilt. And so it was really noisy. Um, I was kind of in a little office room by myself, so it was pretty lonely as well. Um, so mm. going to a co-working space where there's other web designers and digital creative type people that chat about and have the same interest type things it's been really good actually so I think I found out about it in the morning I went there at lunchtime and uh, by 2pm I'd moved my laptop down there <laughs> wow that's fast moving <laughs> so, yeah and uh, 
So yeah, I've actually had people to talk to, which is good. Excellent. From, uh, family. <laughs> it's not too distracting, is it? No, no, no. Well, we kind of do like an hour's work, bit of work, like we do in Regis. You know, we used to work together in Reading. Yeah. We do it do an hour's work and then we'll have a chat for 10 minutes and then make a cup of tea and then do another hour's bit of work I guess and mm. it's not too dissimilar to being in a real office I guess so yeah, that's, yeah it's good that's good cool yes. so go on, what's your updates well like I say there's not been that much it's been mainly um, dealing with the day to day stuff it's obviously coming up to the kids summer holidays so the holiday clubs that are running over the summer have been really busy Lots of bookings coming in and a few support issues around that. So I've had to deal with those. Um, I've been, I think last time I'd followed up with all the people I uh, had to follow up with from the exhibition. And there were a few that hadn't got back to me. So I've been phoning around them when I've had chance, um, which hasn't been very often, unfortunately. But I've, I've, I've managed to call all of them, but haven't got replies or, you know, some of it's voicemail and all the rest of it. So there's still quite a few of them I've got to get back in touch with. But two of them... I don't know. They were kind of interested, but wanted to get wanted me to get back in touch with them in a couple of weeks rather than straight away. So I'm not sure what that means, but we'll, I'll follow up with them again and see what happens. But mm. um, so yeah, so no new leads, no new sort of um, potential customers out of that so far. But I think it's still ongoing. Um, hopefully, I'll get one of those other two at least that wants want me to call them back. Yep. Um, yeah. So that's it, really. It's just been mainly plodding along and uh, trying to keep the wheels turning. We were having a good discussion down the pub on Friday, weren't we, about yeah, progress we and stuff? We were, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I hope you remember more of it than I do. <laughs> I do, yeah. Well, I, uh, your friend was there, Mark, wasn't he? Um, yeah. And we were we were having a few beers, and of course, when you have a few beers, you get a bit... Uh, uh, vociferous is the word I'm going to use, but I don't mean that. I mean, it's kind of like a bit open about what you're talking about. Yeah. And it was quite good, because he's, um, he's like a, a full-time employee, isn't he? He's not. He doesn't run his own business. And he was kind of picking holes in my plans, which was... It was quite good, actually, hearing somebody that's not a, um, you know, that you don't speak to a lot about this sort of stuff, sort of turning it around on you and talking to you. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it, it was interesting because it, it did make me think a bit over the weekend about what it is that I'm doing and where I'm going wrong. Because he, he was kind of saying, you know, I'm paying out for this developer every week um, working on the project, on the product. Um, and, yeah, I've only got three customers and that is a fundamental sort of thing, isn't it? You need more customers to be able to sustain a business, obviously. Mm. And I've been looking at it all along as, well, if I didn't have the developer doing it, I'd be doing it. Um, and effectively, by doing the freelancing, I'm easily paying for the developer and paying the mortgage and everything else, you know. Um, so I just saw it as a way of saving time. And I still see it that way, but it's interesting, you know, getting another point of view on it. Yeah, it made me laugh. He called it a hobby project at one point, <laughs> which which was a bit sort of um, hurtful, if you like, to start off with. But um, but yeah, when you think about it, it's kind of what it sounds like, side project, hobby project, same sort of thing. Well, it was interesting though, and I, I picked up on it, didn't I? Because you introduced yourself as a freelancer to start with. Yeah. Yeah, well, and That's I the think... first time I've ever heard you do that. You usually are kind of like, I guess it's because you're, you know, we meet up at networking events and meet. And you always introduce yourself as doing the kids club stuff first, yeah. but you were kind of like, I mean, I'm a freelancer. And you did almost say it's a side, you didn't say side project, but you kind of said it, described it as almost like your uh, yeah. side. Well, I think, I think to be honest, it's, although it takes up a lot of time, obviously it's like another full-time job, but but it's um, it does feel a bit like that at the moment because, it, because I haven't made the ground, the ground way that I'd want to make. You know, I haven't got enough customers on and, and 
it's not it still feels like it's really early days even though it's almost a year since I actually you know cut started to cut code on it um yeah but I mean, I mean I've been thinking about it a lot actually and one of the things we did talk about with Mark was um one of the problems I have at the moment is that I focused on making the thing operational so that the the um the, the clubs can actually do what they need to do on a day to day basis. So all the sort of admin stuff like setting up users, setting up discounts, setting up new clubs, setting up new date ranges for clubs, all that sort of stuff I do for them. So they just send me a spreadsheet with the stuff in that they want and I do it because we just haven't had the time to build that functionality so that it's customer ready. Now we've been building it bit by bit and I use it, actually I use the application itself rather than just importing stuff into the database. But it's, I wouldn't ever show it to a customer because it's horrendous in terms of usability. So, you know, when I started to think about it, I thought, well, that the biggest problem I have of lack of time is that all that stuff is having to me to do manually. So when I get time to work on Kids Club HQ, I'm doing the admin or, you know, that sort of thing. So I kind of need to get that um, that fixed, really, to free up some time, I think. I don't know. It's a chicken and egg because it's kind of like I need to get more customers in the system and to to do that I need to do the marketing. But once I get the customers in the system I then have quite a big burden of setting everything up. Um, and it's the same for new customers. So I've got these two new customers that, that I'm supposed to be setting up the test system for which I still haven't finished yet. Um, and part of that's because they need a couple of sort of tweaks to some of the functionality which is sort of reasonable stuff that they need. Um, but 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 the other side of it is that there's just a lack of time, um, and it all seems to revolve around that. So I'm kind of been thinking a bit about whether I should focus on getting this stuff more um, like an onboarding process, so it's easy to get customers in, um, and also get the admin side of it done, so that the customers can do their own admin rather than me doing it, mm. and then push on with getting more customers in because then it would be easier to get the customers on, you know. I don't know, it's a difficult one. I mean, I'm in a similar situation literally just this morning. Um, one of the, the pros, the assistant pros who I host uh, site for free, um, I've been pestering for ages saying, you know, you should get a blog post up. And he sent, he sent me over his blog post to put up. And I put it up for him because, again, the admin interface is so clunky mm. that it's just easier for me to put it up. And no, it's only a five or ten minute job and, you know, integrating a bit of an Instagram embedded post and stuff. Again, it's just something I need to tidy up the admin interface to get it done, but then I'm trying to work on so many other bits and pieces. They say it's chicken and egg, isn't it, all the time? It is, and and the thing is that, um, you know, we talked before about context switching for doing that sort of thing, even though it's only a five, ten minute job. Switching contexts like that makes it into a half an hour job, you know, um, and when you've got several of those, so I've got, at the moment, like I say, we're coming up to the end of the school term, so there's loads of bookings going on, which means there's a bit of support there. But there's also clubs for the start of next term that people want to get added on. And there's quite a lot of those coming through as well. So I'm I'm having to do those from time to time. And and the way these things go is that, you know, you get the sort of form the day before they want it on. And so you have to quickly get it done. Mm. And no matter how many times you say, look, I need more notice, I need more notice, it never happens because that's just the way people are, isn't it? Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things, and uh, I'm just not sure. And the other thing that that made me think about it was about sort of uh, kind of comfort levels. You know, I've I one of so so the, the like I said, the application 
the admin bit is there but it's not customer facing but it's not customer facing because of my comfort level with that (laughs) I wouldn't I'm not comfortable with a customer seeing it in truth if I actually documented it well then they could use it Um, it's just so my stress levels are directly related to my comfort levels with the functionality in the application and quite often I'll do something or I'll see something in the application and I'll be like, oh God, and you get that little sort of ping in the back of your head, a little bit more stress adds on to you. <laughs> and I, I need to sort this out. I need to get, <laughs> I need to work out and uh, be a bit more sort of loose with my comfort levels, you know, <laughs> make it so that I can deal with these things a bit more easily rather than getting stressed about them. Because mm. yeah. that's a real problem because it just nags away at you and, and then you get less productive because you, you're worried about stuff that you shouldn't really be worrying about. Um. So yeah, anyway, so I've been thinking a lot, but I think um, especially with it being um, a bit bitty over the next couple of weeks, so I'm going to MicroConf, of course. Yep. Um, I think I'm probably going to try and focus a bit more on at least getting a couple of administration tasks customer-facing ready, you know, so that I can actually hand them over to the customers rather than me do them. Mm. And maybe try and have a bit of a, you know, every week get one more admin task a bit further along so it's more customer facing rather than just forget about it and put it on the back burner all the time yeah yeah indeed yeah it's it yeah once you start knocking those things down and like you say the customers start taking them on it will uh i think that'll snowball and you'll see the effectiveness of the you know the amount of time it's saving you yeah yeah because I, I i thought about it sat down thought about it and, and it is pretty much you know whenever i have to spend two or three hours on it i can easily blow that just doing the admin yeah um, anyway, over to you. So, uh, so what's your sort of turnaround on your grumpiness? Yeah, well, first of all, apologies to everyone for having a big moan last time. <laughs> um, okay, there's uh, two or three people reached out to me afterwards, and I said, uh, "Sorry, you had to listen to that." And they're like, "I oh, know it's good to hear other people going through the kind of indecision and stress, and you know, thinking things through." I guess, I, yeah. So, first of all, I'd like to say thanks to Lee Ball, Jim Hill, and Darren Stewart, who kind of reached out individually. Um, on Twitter or on the, the Slack group, I'm a member of for the Southwest Bootstrappers, so that was nice of them. Um, and it was interesting because after we recorded the podcast, I think it was a Thursday, was it? And uh, so yes, probably. I think I sat down and thought about stuff rather than just you know shooting from the hip, I guess, on the Friday, and thought about why am I, um, you know, where have I got to, and and those kind of things. And I kind of realised that the thing that I'd been chasing wasn't really the initial aim of the whole project. Um, the more the aim of the project really was to build a kind of CRM system that the golf pros could use mm. to uh, manage the administration side of their business and um, you know have a little portal that the clients could log into and see their, their notes from their lessons and the videos and pictures and so on. Um, and the website and marketing stuff, which is kind of what I've ended up going after, was supposed to be a kind of almost a free bolt-on because that's almost like a commodity part of, of you know things these days. Yeah. Um, but because I'd been doing this work for Gareth, well, this is my reasoning behind why I'd ended up going down this alleyway. Because I'd been doing the work for Gareth, um, you know, on a, almost as a one-off consultancy retainer piece, um, and he's been seeing some really good results of the stuff that we've been doing together. I kind of got down that alleyway of thinking. I had a little hosted website solution that I can roll out easily for each golf pro that was interested in it to pursue that route and go that way. Yeah. Um, whereas really, I think I should have been focusing more on building the admin portals type stuff. Um, 
and go in that route. Right, which is the route yeah. I'm going to try and go now. Although uh, uh, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is the good and the bad of it. From um, one of the, th- the things on you know a big long list of marketing ideas I had was to do a directory of golf pros, um, and uh, Darren Stewart on the, the Slack channel he came up with the idea of, as well and said you know why don't you do a directory of golf pros and you can you know say that you've got their almost a single page about me type uh, page up for them and then try and market to those guys and you know it's a good reason to contact them and and whereas I thought it was a kind of an after afterthought or after marketing type thing to pursue it's actually a really good idea I think um, and so I've kind of got this directory projects now that I'm thinking of building <laughs> <laughs> um, which is a project all by itself so yeah. as well as trying to to work on the kind of website and marketing stuff for the existing customers I've got um, and build out a, an admin type, type CRM type portal and now I'm trying to build out a directory type, type website um, I've ended up with loads more work for myself <laughs> <laughs> and less time as well because Thursday and Friday last week, I was back in Gloucester for tidying up the uh, not Gloucester, sorry, Reading for tidying up the house and try and get a few things sorted with that. I've literally got today, and I've got auto glass coming at some point today to come and fix a crack in the campervan windscreen. So I've kind of got today's a bit messy, which is why we're managing hopefully to fit this podcast around it. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm off to Gloucester again, mm. and so that's kind of going to be taken up with family stuff and some voucher codes pro stuff. And then Thursday and Friday, I've got friends coming down to play golf down in Bude for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I'm almost already like I'm going to have four hours today to work on stuff, and that's it. Yeah, the whole of the week, and I'm kind of it's stressful, isn't it? Oh. But, but it's but it but you know if you step back and look at it from a different level, it's actually quite a good life. <laughs> it is, it is, and I mean, I was it, it was Sophie's birthday yesterday, and I was kind of getting a bit stressed within myself, thinking of all the stuff I need to get done, and the fact of I'm only going to have probably four hours tomorrow. And I kind of sat there and think, well, I should just take the week off, really. Yeah. There's no, nothing saying I've got to work on this stuff. No. Just, you know, take a week off. Even use this as a thinking week, really, just to, you know, prioritize the stuff, because I've got so many balls that I'm trying to juggle in the air at the same time. Again, perhaps this is a follow-up from initially having the moaning session, then having a thinking session, and now I need to have a week of a planning session to uh, to get things straight in my mind of what I do when I attack first and get done first. Yeah, yeah that's that's probably a good idea. And um, so the directory idea, I like the idea of that a lot, and I think I could do something like that as well. But it's like you say, it's another project to add to the list, and then mm-hmm. it's also, you know, it's 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 kind of a bit like an escape because you're kind of thinking, oh well, I'll just spend some time coding, you know building this directory system and then you'll start to populate the directory system and you'll probably come up with another project to sort of you know screen scrape all the information out of people's websites and all that sort of stuff and um that's a good idea well, yeah. i know that down <laughs> <laughs> but but you know this is what we do isn't it as, as coders we, we come up with these great ideas and then we end up burying our head in the sand building these projects when at the end of the day you're still going to have to call those people mm. so would it be better just to just find them and then call them rather than find them, add them to a directory and call them. Um, I suppose the directory is your excuse for calling them rather than anything else, isn't it? Mm. And it's good. Well, again, this is where I start. My brain starts ticking, and almost a directory thing. If you do it well and, and you manage to, you know, pull it off and get traffic to it, it can all, it can generate revenue itself because you can have like a promoted position at the top for each county. And so, for Berkshire, you could say to a, a 
you know the pros you know if you want to appear top of the list rather than be listed alphabetically it's $50 a month or something or £50 a month yeah uh, but you know that's a different product altogether isn't it no. <laughs> um, this is this is uh, this was going to be a topic I was going to talk about in an episode or a suggested topic anyway is the problem of being kind of an entrepreneur or something for my the problem for me anyway is literally I try and look for the business idea in everything yeah yeah Literally every hobby I I start or take up, I try to think how can I monetize this. Yeah, it's I'm the so, same. It's so stressful, isn't it? Yeah. Like you have friends who go out cycling and they go out cycling and just cycle for the sake of cycling. I'll go out for a bike ride. I'll start thinking about app, the apps I can build. You know, a little blog I could do to chronicle all my routes <laughs> that I take and then monetize it with some Google AdSense and stuff. Do, do you know it's hilarious? And by the time I finish my bike ride, I'm bloody more stressed about things <laughs> I tend to be doing and the relaxation I'm supposed to be getting from the exercise. It's hilarious because there's a, just almost the same thing, completely different area though. There's a there's a house having a massive extension near where we live, and we back onto it, and. Um, it's a long story, but there's a planning issue around it, and so we've had to sort of get involved in terms of monitoring it. And I'm straight away, as soon as it started to happen, I was thinking, how could we prevent this from happening? How could I write an app? Because all the information is available on the website, so I could scrape you. And like you say, I'm just coming up with an idea about how to build an app around it to help make this sort of thing easier for people. But you just can't stop. I know what you mean. It's hard. And I remember you talking about this previously on a previous podcast about doing things just for the sake of it rather than actually trying to turn them into business ideas. Mm. And, it's, um, a, it's a curse and a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It feels more like a curse right now, but <laughs> and like you say, you said earlier, it's not a bad life, is it? But does uh, once you get some money coming in and and you can live a decent life, then yeah, it's it's fine. It's just, but yeah, um, the shiny new object and the the always coming up with ideas. I think that's never going to go away, is it? Mm. I have to deal with it somehow. Indeed, discipline, <laughs> discipline. Uh, the bad thing as well, I. This is me being more me, I guess. Is one of the ideas was that Darren Stewart came up around with the directories to use a WordPress uh, theme yeah. design, and I, I've looked at seven, but I've just I've started building it from scratch again mm-hmm. in ASP.NET MVC because that's what I know. Um, yeah, the thing is, there are probably thousands of directory plugins out there for WordPress. There are, and there are some good ones, but I just kind of figure it will take me so long to learn the ins and outs of that particular theme that. I could get something built myself with a nice bootstrap template or something. Yeah. Hey ho. Anyway, again, that's my own. That's one of my downfalls, isn't it? Of uh... not invented here. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Ready. Uh, that's it from me, I guess. Yeah. Cool. So I'm. Yeah, I'm similar. I've not got much more to say this week. I did read an article though on um, the Sastra website. Website. Have you mm-hmm. seen that? S a a s t r dot com. Um, if you're gonna start, if you sorry, if you're gonna do a SaaS startup, you have to give it 24 months. <laughs> so in the middle of my sort of navel gazing this weekend, I found this article. I think it was in um, it was in one of the emails that I get, and um, it was really interesting reading it because basically I think they were talking a bit more about like a high growth SaaS product, you know. Yeah. Um, but it was so applicable, really. It, talking about how you've got to be prepared to be thinking about the thing the whole time. Um, you may not have any customers after a year. You may have just a few customers, you know, and then you've got to give it 24 months, as the title says, you know, until you actually see some proper growth. Um, and it kind of cheered me up a little bit because I was thinking, although I'm not probably in the, in the area that they're talking about, um, I'm almost experiencing exactly the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I guess like in terms of that 12-month thing where you might not have any customers, if you were to be building going back, say, 10 years and you were building your... Um, your kids club management app 
as like a VB6 Windows application. Yeah. You would have to probably be working on it for you know a 12 month period before you could release it. Even the problem with SAS and and all the web stuff now is that you can release you know stuff early, can't you? But then you can get initial customers on, but then you leave all that the stuff that you're not comfortable them seeing, all that admin stuff that you have to do yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and the idea of of releasing it early is to get customers on and so that you're building what they want rather than actually building what you think they want and then having to go back and redo stuff. Mm. Um, and that's worked. I can say that's worked for definite. It just means it's created a lot of extra work and stress in the meantime. Um, mm. How many months have you, uh, you been working on it now? I, I, yeah, it started in the end of August last year, I think, actual, okay. actual coding. Um and I had a bit of a false start because I don't know if you remember I had a developer working on it who he was working on it for a month probably and in the end I sacked him because it was just not um, it just wasn't working out in fact that was it was probably actually yeah it was probably August last last August most of August he was working on it and I had to get rid of him because it just didn't basically I ended up with not very much at the end of that process um, so yeah so I think I, if I counted the end of August as the start then we're almost a year in mm. I can't. I don't understand where all that time's gone. Um, <laughs> but there you go. Well, you can listen back to our fortnightly podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where your time has gone. <laughs> oh dear, that might be a bit depressing. I'll probably, <laughs> probably not do that. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, yeah, I got one thing to add to the the list. There's a, there was a, what did your show Hacker News project turn into post on Hacker News? That was uh, that's quite good. So a few people have gone on there and posted that three years ago they did a little show Hacker News post and. Now their project has turned into a uh, you know a proper business with so many employees and oh extra. right so it's That's quite cool. inspirational to have a read through if you're ever feeling a bit down in the dumps I guess yeah yeah that'd be good I'll have a look at that it's good yeah cool That's it, I think okay um, so yeah I'm not sure about the next one it's summer isn't it so we might have a few issues backwards and forwards over the summer but um, there'll definitely be another one coming up. Yeah, I might. You said you're a microconf, aren't you? So I might try and sort out an interview. So yeah. anybody who's listening who fancies uh, coming on the show and having a chat about what they're up to, drop us an email or something. Yeah, and um, that'd be cool. Alrighty, great. Well, I hope you have a good week. Yeah, you too. <laughs> and I'll speak to you soon. All right, cheers, Martin. Cheers, Nick. Bye. Bye.